the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom, and let's pray together. Father, we thank you. We thank you and praise you and honor you and worship you. Lord, it is our privilege to thank you. And so, especially as we end this week of Thanksgiving, Lord, our heart is filled with gratitude. It's filled with great joy because of what you have done, what you are doing, and what you will be doing, and just who you are in our lives. So, Lord, we bless you, we praise you, and we honor you. And we pray that this radio broadcast would be a blessing to you as we honor your name. In the name of Yeshua, amen, and amen, and amen. Amen. Okay. Well, I pray you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Today, we are going to discuss Thanksgiving as we just celebrated it this past week. I feel so bad because usually I offer our Thanksgiving Haggadah to make your Thanksgiving more meaningful. That's sort of a booklet, which is like the it's, Haggadah means the telling, but it, it, it's the kind of a, a service, a home service um, that you can have to make it more meaningful and to, to just bring God strongly into your Thanksgiving celebration. So I feel terrible that it just crept up on me and I just didn't do it. However, I am going to start asking you whether you want our Hanukkah Haggadah because next Sunday uh, is Hanukkah. The first night of Hanukkah, the first candle is lit next Sunday night, December 2nd. And I'd love for you to get our Haggadah. You call Karen at 813-831-5673. And the cool thing about this Haggadah is if you go to our website, there are a lot of things that support 
the actual Haggadah that you're reading. What I mean by that is there are songs and there are blessings, and all of that is on our website. So if you don't know how to do it, you can just play it. Uh, so if you go to our website, Shoresh, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, David, ShoreshDavid.org, and then you click on uh, resources and then holidays and then Hanukkah and, and then blessings, you'll see uh, on one side the Hanukkah blessings, on the other side the songs. You'll have a great time. It will if you've never celebrated Hanukkah, it's a wonderful thing to celebrate in the Haggadah that I will send to you. You get history and all sorts of things. It's going to be a tremendous blessing. And I suggest because there are things even for the kids at the end, you know, puzzles and things like that. Uh, I suggest that you get a booklet or a Haggadah for each person who's going to be with you. So they are $3 each. Look, if you don't have the finances, we'll send them free. But normally we would ask you to send $3 for each one. Please call Karen at 813-831-5673. Also, don't forget, we love visitors at our four congregations. Look us up. Come on Friday night, Saturday morning. We'd love to see you. So let's look at Thanksgiving, realizing that giving thanks to God is a commandment. (laughs) This is God's will that we do it. Obviously, the actual day of Thanksgiving is not in the Bible, but certainly the intention of Thanksgiving is definitely in the Bible. You know, in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, you all know that, rejoice always, pray constantly, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Messiah Yeshua. So in everything we are to give thanks. Colossians 3.17 says this, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Yeshua, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So the first scripture tells us that we should always give thanks in everything. The second tells us how to do it. We do it to the Father, to God the Father, in the name of Yeshua the Messiah. All right? In fact, Yeshua himself gave thanks to the Father during the Lord's Supper. If you check out Matthew twenty six twenty six, it says, Now, while they were eating, Yeshua took matzah, and after he offered the bracha, the bracha is the blessing, he broke it and gave to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took a cup then, And after giving thanks, he gave to them. Okay, so the idea is in both the bread and the wine, Yeshua gave thanks to the Lord, right? Okay, not only is it God's will for us to give thanks at all times, but really, as the other scripture said, in words and in deeds, we're to give thanks to God in the name of Yeshua. And again, we see it uh, emphasized in Ephesians 5.18. Instead, be filled with the Ruach, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks 
for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. So there we see it again. Our spirit of thanks is all about God through Yeshua. We can give thanks in all things, all things in all things. But you know, even in the Hebrew Scriptures, we see the idea of giving thanks was was all throughout Scripture. And I love First Chronicles twenty nine nine, where King David commissions his son Solomon. And let's read in context here. It starts with First Chronicles. 29.9, then the people rejoiced over their free will offerings because with a whole heart they offered willingly to Adonai. King David also rejoiced with great joy. David blessed Adonai before the whole congregation, saying, Blessed are you, Adonai, God of Israel, our Father, from eternity to eternity. Yours, Adonai, is the greatness, the power, and the splendor, and the victory, and the majesty, indeed everything in heaven and earth. Yours is the kingdom, Adonai, and you are exalted above all. Both riches and honor come from you. You rule over everything in your hand is power and might in your hand to magnify and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. Doesn't that make you smile? Does me. Don't you feel better already? I do. Consider this. The Jews are known as God's chosen people. The Hebrew for Jew comes from the word Yehuda which means to praise. So praise and thanking God is not for his benefit. It is for ours. And so he made a people to be a praise and a thanks to him. The more we praise him, the less we are focused on ourselves and will rejoice. So it's like the scripture in Psalm 34 where it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise is continually in my mouth. My soul boasts in Adonai. The humble one hears of it and rejoices. Oh, magnify Adonai with me and let us exalt his name together. When we magnify something, it gets larger. When something becomes larger to us, other things automatically become smaller like our problems. God has given us a way to have joy. We are to magnify him and thank him. We're to make him larger in our life so that our cares of this world get smaller. So in verse 2 where it says, I will bless Adonai at all times, this is your prescription for joy in your life. Let's be honest, much of the time, It will take discipline and self-control to get started. But once you start making, thanking God a part of who you are, you will be rejoicing from your heart. It won't be a rote thing. It'll actually make you feel great. One of the reasons that I like using the Haggadah is it gets me to focus more on the Lord and less on myself so that I will have more joy. Would you like to have more joy? It comes from having a thankful spirit. You know, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, I I love these quotes, cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. 
And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. Oh, isn't that great? How about Thornton Wilder? We can only be said to be alive in those moments when our hearts are conscious of our treasures. Mm, give you a second to think about that one. I love this quote because it seems so true to me. When we are not aware of our treasures, we feel dreary and down. We're dead. Have you ever noticed that when someone is down, they make others feel down too? When we think of those treasures that we're thankful for, it brings us to life. This is another, you know, this is a fantastic way to to just get into a spirit of thankfulness. We see that God said in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 and 20, I call the heavens and earth to witness about you today that I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. Therefore, choose life. Okay? Joy is a choice that begins with a thankful spirit. Here's another great quote uh, from somebody I don't know. Henry Nowen, and he says, The discipline of gratitude is the explicit effort to acknowledge that all I am and have is given to me as a gift of love, a gift to be celebrated with joy. Oh. And Harry Ironside, who was an American preacher, said, We would worry less if we praised more. Thanksgiving is the enemy of discontent and dissatisfaction. Nice, huh? Or how about this one from Henry Ward Beecher? Pride slays thanksgiving, but a humble mind is the soil out of which thanks naturally grow. Oh, my goodness. And Charles Spurgeon, there would be a parallel between our supplications and our thanksgivings. We ought not to leap in prayer and limp in praise. (laughs) Okay. Two more. Uh, This one's from somebody called Melody Beattie. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Okay, and now a quote from me. Are you ready? (laughs) Your words are thankful when your heart is thankful. Yet, when you practice thankful words, it can put thanksgiving into your heart. Okay? Remember, fill your mind with scriptures of thanks and your heart will follow. Psalm 100, 100, a psalm of thanksgiving. Shout joyfully to Adonai all the earth. Serve Adonai with gladness. Come before his presence with joyful singing. Know that Adonai, he is God. It is he who has made us and we, uh, not we ourselves, We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Praise him, bless his name, for Adonai is good. His loving kindness endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Look, Scripture tells us to give thanks all over the place, right? But we also get that encouragement from our founding fathers. So in 1779, the governor of Virginia Thomas Jefferson, you've heard of him, right, (laughs) said, I appoint a day of public thanksgiving to Almighty God to ask him that he would 
pour out his Holy Spirit on all ministers of the gospel, that he would spread the light of Christian knowledge through the remotest corners of the earth, and that he would establish these United States upon the basis of religion and virtue. Boy, if you said that now, the newspapers would kill you, right? (laughs) How about Governor John Hancock of Massachusetts in 1790? I appoint a day of public thanksgiving and praise to render to God the tribute of praise for his unmerited goodness towards us by giving to us the holy scriptures which are able to enlighten and make us wise to eternal salvation and to present our supplications that he would forgive our manifold sins and cause the benign religion of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua the Messiah, or, well, he said Jesus Christ, to be known, understood, and practiced among all the inhabitants of the earth. Wow. These guys are serious, aren't they? And, of course, President George Washington, uh, he agreed with a congressional request to make this declaration, And he said, whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor, now, therefore, I do appoint Thursday, the 26th of November, 1789, that we may all unite to render unto him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care and protection. We see it, look, it wasn't just back then. In 1941, Congress permanently established the fourth Thursday of each November as a national holiday. And each president of the United States offers a proclamation on Thanksgiving. So since I'm recording this uh, the day before Thanksgiving, I couldn't get President Trump's proclamation from 2018, but I have it here from 2017. And he gives a wonderful history lesson. And, you know, and, well, it starts out, I'll give you a little of it. On Thanksgiving Day, as we have for nearly four centuries, Americans give thanks to Almighty God for our abundant blessings. We gather with the people we love to show gratitude for our freedom, for our friends and families, and for the prosperous nation we call home. And then he talks about the pilgrims. And I I love this part that he talks about in the aftermath of battle of Gettysburg, one of the bloodiest battles of our nation's civil war, President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed that the country would set aside one day to remember its many blessings. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, President Lincoln proclaimed, we recall the bounties which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, as no human counsel hath devised nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. Wow, that's amazing. So he quotes President Lincoln. He goes on to talk about other things, and then he says at the end, this Thanksgiving, in addition to rejoicing in precious time spent with loved ones, let us find 
ways to serve and encourage each other in both word and deed. We also offer a special word of thanks to the armed forces, you know, and so on. And and then it says, as one people, we seek God's protection, guidance, and wisdom as we stand humbled by the abundance of our great nation and the blessings of freedom, family, and faith, and so on. So, this really should be a tremendous day of coming together in unity. I pray it was for you. So let me uh, offer a prayer of thanksgiving. Thank you, God, for allowing us to live in the United States of America, where we have the freedom to worship you. May we not be complacent or apathetic in defending those freedoms. Yet help us always to be appropriate as we do everything with your love. Thank you for our families. They are one of your greatest gifts to us. We pray that our words and our actions will always show them our love. Thank you for each friend and family member. May they be encouraged, filled with great faith, and always seeking to walk in your ways. Blessed are you, Lord our God, who is the author of all blessings. Thank you, Lord. I I thank you in the name of Yeshua, my Messiah. Amen and amen and amen. Well, I've got to tell you that uh, I love the holidays, and and Thanksgiving certainly is one of my favorite. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. You know, if you still want to pick up a a Thanksgiving Haggadah, we'll be happy to send it to you, even though it's after Thanksgiving. But let me just uh, mention that uh, next week we're going to talk about Hanukkah. And uh, so tell your friends to listen in, especially your Jewish friends. We would love to have them hear about Hanukkah from a Messianic perspective. And uh, it would also help if you got our Hanukkah Haggadah for the purpose of having a home celebration for the eight nights of Hanukkah. So um, you should call Karen tomorrow between 10 and 4 or leave a message And she'll get back to you. She'll either send you uh, the Hanukkah Haggadahs, one for each person who will be at your house. And look, there are eight nights, so you might invite extra people. We'll be happy to send you extra Haggadahs. Look, the cost is $3 each, but we're not worried about the money. Whatever you have will be fine. And if you have nothing, that will be fine. We'll still send them to you as many as you want. Okay, call Karen at 813-831-5673. And did I mention that if you can't read the Hebrew or you don't know the tune of the Hanukkah blessings or the songs in the Haggadah, go to our Sharesh David website. That's Sharesh, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org. Then you click on resources, you click on holidays, you click on Hanukkah, and then you click on Hanukkah blessings, and there you will see the blessings on the left side. You'll see uh, a place where you click on the songs. You can sing along with them. It will be a great family time, and that's really what we want. We want our families to get closer to the Lord, and even if they don't believe, I think just using this as a third 
you, you know, that that it's it's a booklet and we're just going to follow the booklet. And, and even people who don't believe, I think, will enjoy what we have to offer there. So please uh, do so. If you're able to send us a fina- financial gift to keep our radio program on the air, we'd certainly appreciate that. You can check out our congregational website, CherishTheV.org. Certainly, uh, we love visitors. Come and bring your Jewish friends to our services. We have Friday night and Saturday morning services, so check us out. It won't interfere with you going to church. I pray that this broadcast touched your heart and that we will meet again next week as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in a word of prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.